Welcome back to the Joe Cozo Show, June 23rd, 2021. Now, we have so much to talk about this. You know, it's so little time, but so much to talk about. And we'll get to so many different things because the news cycle these days, it's 24-7, right? There's no longer, hey, I got to get home to watch the 7 o'clock news. And if I miss the 7 o'clock news, then I have to wait until, you know, more news at 11. No. Now, the news cycle is 24-7, especially with, what, social media. You have Twitter, you have Facebook, you go right on, people are posting things. You have Telegram that you could be on these group chats and you have everybody thinking they're news reporters because every single you know news chat that you're on, on Telegram, right? They think that they're you know breaking news by sending it to you. And it, it is what it is. This is the world now that we live in. 24 seven news cycle. You could be at three o'clock in the morning, get up to go to the bathroom, decide that you want to pick up your cell phone, take a look, and you'll know exactly what's going on on the other side of the world. China, England, whatever it is, California, you'll know, oh, something's happening in California? Oh my God, you know it instantly. Whether it's good or bad. And you could say to yourself, is this good or bad for society? Well, the thing is, is whether you think it's good or bad, it's here and it's not going anywhere. And it's probably going to get worse. And one of now the social media outlets that is now the game changer and has the most influence on our children is TikTok. And you have all different types of influencers on TikTok, from food to animal lovers. If you love animals and you want to see comedy and you want to see dogs and cats or turtles or monkeys do crazy things, you'll have them all over your TikTok feed. If you want to see how people are dancing, or if you're gay and you want to have your feed filled with all gays, all children becoming gay and coming out of the closet, there you are. You have it all on TikTok. And these children see it all and they're influenced at a young age. Now, another, another type of genre that you could watch on TikTok is political. You could have your news feed, or should I say your TikTok feed, so to speak, all filled with political commentary, right? And these children, again, can be easily influenced. They are easily influenced just by watching TV themselves and then come on to TikTok and they're influencing hundreds of thousands of other people. Two people that are doing political commentary on TikTok, their names are Walter Masterson and Peter, what is it here? I got it right there. Peter Scatini. Okay, two TikTok influencers, and if you go on their page and you follow them, you will see automatically what side they're leaning on, okay? And it's not on the right. These are die-hard Democrats. They do this political satire, and they make fun of Republicans each and every video. And one of their sticks is they make believe, they disguise themselves with a microphone and they make believe they're like a Fox News reporter and they go up to other individuals. Or they make them believe that they are from the OWN network or Newsmax. Sometimes they'll even do CNN. So here, let's watch one of their videos and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Here in this video, Walter Masterson and Peter Scatini, they're making believe, or one of them is making believe that they're a Fox News reporter and we'll take it from there. Here, watch. Oh my God, do you work for Fox News? <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Uh, how does it feel to be a total piece of shit? <laughs> That's very funny. All right, listen, you know what? We don't get enough credit over at Fox News. We are so much less racist than we used to be a few years ago. Do, do you want a cookie for that? or? I, yes, I want a cookie for that. And again, here it is. You see children watching this and they're watch, you know, seeing that. And what are they thinking? Oh, Fox News, is that, are they racist? Right? 
And they're getting indoctrinated, even these two individuals, just by watching any left-wing media outlet. Because that's the political talking point from the left, that Republicans are racist. See, there's no more dialogue or just, you know, adult dialogue across the aisle and just saying, you know what, your views we don't agree with, let's come to the middle. No. If you don't like what Democrats have to say, that means you're racist. And that's the Democratic talking point. And they've been doing that now ever since Donald Trump has been in office right away. Anything that Donald Trump likes, he like, you know, they disagree with and they call him a racist. And we see time and time again now throughout this whole presidency since Donald Trump has left, since the Biden administration is, on how right Donald Trump has been and how wrong the left is, right, and how hypocritical they are. But again, here are these two left-wing, far-radical Democrats doing this type of satire. And here, let's watch another video. And in this one, they're totally ambushing and making fun of Rush Limbaugh. Watch. Does anyone else think it's kind of crazy that after Rush Limbaugh's death, all these conservative media outlets are like, the golden boy has fallen. We lost a hero today. I know it's like misogynistic, racist, made fun of like victims and like gay people that died of AIDS and it, stuff. And they're like claiming him. Yeah, they're like, oh, conservative media will never be the same. We're like, good. You know, once you start making fun of Rush Limbaugh, first of all, once you start making fun of and you start trashing somebody that just died of cancer, right? That really shows what type of person you are. But here are these two radical left individuals. They're on TikTok. They're bashing Rush Limbaugh. They're bashing Republicans. And you get a real flavor for who and what type of individuals they are, okay? And again, these are people that are on TikTok and they're influencing the whole entire country, right? These, you have children who are watching these videos and they're sitting there saying, oh, I guess Rush, Law, Rush Limbaugh was a racist. I guess Rush Limbaugh is a piece of garbage, just like what they're saying. You know, they used a different uh, word for it, but that's what we're getting at. And again, every single video, they're bashing basically Republicans. Here's another one when they're talking about how all whites are basically white supremacists. Really ironic when you watch it. Oh my God, do you work for Fox News? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, why do you work for a company that actively denies the existence of white supremacists? <laughs> you know who the real victims of racism are in America? White people. What? Yeah. I mean, listen, well, what does white supremacy even look like? I, I don't know. That's, that's a tough question. All right, so there we go. What does white supremacy look like? There is Tucker Carlson, a poster of him in the background. So that's what it's meaning. Tucker Carlson is a white supremacist. What is really funny about that video, or should I say what's really sad about that video, are two white individuals, two white human beings talking about white supremacy. They don't even realize that the propaganda that they're doing, they're just doing more harm and dividing the country even more. And if people don't recognize them, say, on the street, they're basically white supremacists, right? If you have a black individual who see these two people walking down the street, basically what they're saying, they're white supremacists and they're racist. It doesn't make any sense. And it really bothers me that these Democrats, especially white Democrats, think that by calling Republicans racist because the color of their skin does no harm whatsoever to the country. If anything, they think it's benefiting the country to make them aware that there's all these white supremacists, even though they're white, right? Because that's basically saying Hillary Clinton is a racist, Joe Biden is a racist, and the list goes on and on. Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, 
it's just exhausting watching stuff like this and the hypocrisy of it. And all it does is just divide the, the country. Now, you're probably sitting there saying, okay, so why are you showing out of all of the TikTok influencers, millions of them probably on the left, Democrats making fun of Republicans, why these two? Well, we're going to get to that now. Again, so now we know what their whole shtick is. They like to use different microphones. They go up to different individual people. They like to make fun of Republicans, right? Well, now here they're going to take their shtick on the road. These two individuals, they're from New York. Now they're going to take it on the road. And I'm going to take you to now January 6th. They decide that they're going to disguise themselves as, say, Fox News or own reporters and go to the Capitol on January 6th where Donald Trump is giving the speech and they're going to film and get some footage, again, disguising themselves as Republicans. When they are hate, when they hate Republicans, they're diehard Democrats, far radical left leaning. Okay, and here is a video of them prepping for going to January 6th and disguising themselves as such. Here we go. He's getting his disguise on. Okay, so wear this. I'm gonna wear a mask underneath the mask. You should wear this. I'm wondering if I should wear. What do you think I should wear as the hat? Should wear this or this? Yeah. Um. Here, this is your mask. Oh my God, the America mask. Dude, 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 I'm not. I'm not fucking with you. You're, you you got to blend in. I know you can't stomach wearing it, but like you need to blend in. You can You have to have a visual identifier. Mm. I am not. You're not coming if you're not wearing this. All right. But you, you could also wear this. If yeah. You... The the America hat might be my move, but we'll see. We'll keep. I'll bring them both in my backpack. We've got Fox News. <laughs> oh wait. Uh... CNN. <laughs> we're ready to, um, we're ready. I, work. I don't know if we're committing crimes doing this, but you know, like, we're... Lisa, are you insinuating that I don't work for all three of these companies simultaneously? I, I am at I least like a little bit insinuating like, that. You feel like you think that I don't work for all of them. <laughs> they, they won't trust you unless there's a visual, like, there's something visual. And right there, this is a point that I made yesterday about Democrats, how he doesn't even want to wear anything that is insinuating him being an American. Right. An American flag. He doesn't want the hat. He doesn't want the mask because it insinuates what if you're wearing those type of things and you have that type of pride, you're a Republican and it despises him to actually have to do that. And again, you don't see that with Republicans. Republicans wear that flag with pride. Democrats look at that flag and they say, "Ah, I don't want that. They actually want. They actually want not to wear or be prideful with an American flag or a hat or a mask. They despise America. They take no pride in any of it. And right there, these two individuals, far left leaning and actually making a video about that. So now here, the scene has now been set up for you, right? Now they're on their way. They're going to do some interviews. They're going to go to the January 6th. I would assume that they're going to now what? you know, interview people that are at the Trump rally and nothing has happened yet. There's no insurrection. There's nothing like that. They're just, they're going to go there and make believe that they're Republicans and they're going to do their little satire, their little shtick, their little routine and interview certain Republicans, right? So as they go, they decide they want to now also switch mics. So they want to go before they do anything. They want to now start doing what a CNN mic and watch this little exchange that happens here with doing the CNN mic. Dude, at the end of the day, I figure we don't go as OEN anymore. I figure we go as CNN right now. We're about to leave. Why not just be CNN? 
I'm totally getting into a fight. <laughs> so not. So not. not. Fake news? I'm sorry, I can't hear you over all this Soros money. Ah. Oh. So we had the CNN marker on for about 30 okay, seconds. I had the number 30 seconds. Before people someone wanted, yelled at us uh, and called us fake news. So we're gonna switch over to Fox. And we're see gonna if... switch over to Fox News. People hate Fox News here, but like, I don't think they wanna fight us the same way. Like then, it was like an instant like fist fight. So there they are. Now they're going to go from CNN to they want to talking about Fox News, but instead what they do is they decide they're going to use the OAN, right, microphone, and they're going to go now down to, and you know, down to the Capitol building, and they're going to start now re-interviewing people at the Capitol building. And again, here, before this, the insurrection, so to speak, hasn't taken place, but now when they get to the Capitol building, things have changed. And here. Here they are interviewing a Trump supporter. Now watch what happens here with this Trump supporter. It's odd because again, this is someone who is a Republican that they're interviewing and watch what they now are portraying and they're explaining what they are seeing. And you start to think, wait a second, I thought all Trump supporters were doing this so-called insurrection, but not so fast. Here, watch. Do you want to say anything, anything, what's gonna go? All I can say is that those those a-holes in that building they caused this they betrayed us and they betrayed this country they have no one to blame but themselves and at this point pence is nothing but a traitor and he deserves to burn with the rest of them pence voted against trump okay and that's when all this started yep that's when we marched on the capitol we've been shot at with rubber bullets tear gas concussion grenades flashbang grenades and as far as i'm concerned i love the police but they are defending the tyranny inside that building. And now they're just as complicit as those inside that voted against us. So wait a second here. Here's a Trump supporter who's actually knocking some of the people that are doing this so-called insurrection and also saying that the Capitol Police are in on it because they're allowing it and they're being chummy with some of the people that are up there. Wait a second. I, I thought all Trump supporters are bad. I thought all Trump supporters did this so-called insurrection. But now that you're watching this video, you're starting to see, wait a second, no, that's not necessarily the truth. So these two individuals, again, disguising themselves as working for the OAN network. Now you can see that they're outside, they're not inside or doing anything. They decide to do what? They decide to get even closer and they want to interview even more people. And how are they going to do it? They're going to go on capital grounds to do it and you'll be able to see while they're interviewing where they are actually they're no longer down below they are now up on the stairs and you can see the visual when you're watching and the camera starts moving that they're now actually trespassing on capital grounds watch oh my god people bragging about the videos they shot people laughing about breaking through the doors trashing the u.s capitol making these politicians know that they thought that they were scum. It was almost like a college football game if your college was populated by conspiracy theorists, vigilante paramilitaries, and a whole lot of people who hated the government. Well, that's it now. Now they're done. And you're probably thinking to yourself, they're probably in jail, right? Because here they are, trespassing 
And if the FBI now gets a hold of them and sees their faces and sees what they're doing, and this is, of course, videos that are on TikTok, they are definitely going to get arrested, which they should because there's over, what, 400 other individuals that have been arrested. And here they are, they're, they're posing as what? They're not posing as Biden supporters. If you're just looking at them, walking around, you're not thinking that they are in favor of the Joe Biden administration and the new presidency, no. If anything, they look like their reporters own Fox or whatever it may be, and they're covering this, and they're Trump supporters basically, right? Because the own network is a conservative station, Fox News is a conservative station. So there's no way now, there's no way that these two individuals are not sitting in what? Solitary confinement. They have to be. They are trespassing on Capitol grounds. But yet, they're not. Here, this is now Peter Scatini, one of those two individuals, who after the fact that it's all done, is now back in his apartment, and he explains right here on this video that I'm about to show you, that while him and his partner are just doing some crazy little videos in their apartment, get a knock on the door, and who is it? It's the FBI. Now again, if the FBI, if you're on Capitol grounds and you see everything that's going on, and now all of a sudden, and, you're, and you were trespassing on Capitol grounds, and the FBI's at your door, you're in trouble. You're going to be taken away in handcuffs. And the next thing you know, for six months later, because that's where we're at right now on June 23rd, six months later, you're still going to be in jail and you're going to be in solitary confinement. But watch what Peter Scatini says. Now remember, these are far-left radical Democrats disguising themselves as Republicans. So here comes the FBI, and watch and listen to what he says happens. The FBI showed up at my house. That was crazy. I guess I'll do a story time for that, because I feel like I should. Walter and I are filming a sketch in my apartment, something silly, and we hear this big menacing knock. Like, oh. We don't answer because we're finishing the sketch. And then it happens again. We get another leg. So I come to the door right here just to like look out and my roommate has answered the door and it's three men in plain clothes. And they go, Peter Scatini and Walter Masterson. I have a million thoughts raced through my head. One, why are they asking for both Walter and I? Two, I've gotten a couple threats since I put out that DC video and I was like who is outside my house right now because you don't think three grown men in plain clothes are gonna be agents of the government but I think they saw the fear of God in my eyes they pull out their badges they introduced themselves as two agents of the FBI and one officer of the NYPD and asked if they could come inside and of course we said yes we talked to them for about an hour we are not in any trouble but that was super weird. Walter is giving them tips on how to infiltrate Trump rallies. What is really funny is while they were here, I literally was like, hi, the inner content creator in me would really like to take a little bit of video of this. Would you mind if I took footage of this? And they were like, no, you should not be talking about this on the internet. As they say that, I'm like, yes, yes, of course. Never, never, I, I won't talk about it, of course. Oh, wait a second here. The FBI comes knocking on their door and an hour later they're having drinks and, you know, maybe a little caviar, some beer, maybe a Miller Lite, and they're getting schooled. The FBI is getting pointers from this one individual who was trespassing on the Capitol building 
on January 6th on how to infiltrate Trump rallies, how to disguise themselves and be undercover, basically, agents at Trump rallies, giving pointers and tips to FBI agents and the NYPD. Wait a second. How is this even possible? Well, it's easy. The answer is easy. If you are a Trump supporter, or should I say, if you don't form an allegiance to Joe Biden, you are arrested. But if your political views are in line with the current administration, no big deal. You'll walk and we'll actually have you work with us. Isn't that amazing? It's weird how that happens. It's actually disgusting. It actually reminds me of a communist country like China or Russia or some type of dictatorship. And if you align with their political views, the dictator's political views, then you have nothing to be worried about. But if you so you just so happen to cross the line or have a difference of opinion of who that dictator Joe Biden and the Kamala Harris administration or the Democratic administration, if you so just happen to disagree with them and you commit a petty offense like trespassing on the Capitol grounds, well, then you are going to be arrested. You will be in solitary confinement for the next six months, and you will have no future court date and have no idea what exactly is happening. And that's exactly what just was exposed to you. Here are two individuals, two idiots, two radical left, far left Democrats posing as Republicans trespassing on the Capitol grounds as reporters up there. You see them. They're not supposed to be up there on those steps like that. No way. You know, I mean, people got arrested for that type of crime. And just because they are Democrats, nothing happens to them. This country and what has taken place here with this Biden administration, you may as well think that you're living in Iran or Iraq, or Russia, or China, or North Korea. This isn't the land of the free. Now, this isn't a freedom-type country. Now, you only have those rights if you have the same views as them. Because if you do not, right away, you're a racist, you're a white supremacist, and you'll find yourself in handcuffs, in jail, and all of your rights will be violated. This shirt that I'm wearing, We the People, if you're a Republican, goes right out the window, right down the toilet. But if you're a Democrat, you can do anything you want and anything as you please, just as, as long as you show your allegiance to the dictator in chief, and that is Joe Biden. That's what's happening to this country. That's how divided now this country is. We are at war. It doesn't matter what you think. You could be sitting there right now saying to yourself, easy, Joe, this can't be true. No, it is true. And you have these two idiots on, on YouTube making videos, and they just explain to you that FBI agents were actually at their door and let them go and actually getting pointers and tips from them, learning how they can infiltrate Trump rallies. Does it get any worse than that? Do you need to, uh, a wake-up call? What else can you possibly get to now wake you up and realize what type of country we are now living in? This is our war. We are at war, and this country is now divided more than ever. And here, this is from the USA Today, okay? Federal prosecutors have charged more than 400 people 
and that's in more than 40 states with participating in the January 6th riot at the U.S. Capitol. And arrests continue almost daily. So here, again, they're making arrests every single day. But if you are a Democrat, don't worry about it. We're going to ask you for advice and we're going to let you go. And you don't have to worry about being arrested. It doesn't matter that you committed the exact same crimes. It doesn't matter that you were trespassing on Capitol grounds during this so-called insurrection. You'll, we'll let you go. We just want to come introduce ourselves and get a little information. Don't worry about it. You're not arrested. No big deal. And again, this is what this country is now happening. You know, what's happening in this country. This is the type of dictatorship that's happening. You know, you sit there and you call Donald Trump a dictator. You say how he is this dictator in chief or he's some fascist. No, no. Donald Trump believed in we the people. He believed in freedom. He believed in liberty. This new administration, again, if you don't believe in what they have, what their ideas are, well, you're going to find yourself right in jail. And it rings what type of bell? Not freedom. Communism, Marxism, that's where we're at. And the proof is right there. You can't have it laid out any, you know, it's laid out right there for you. And again, this is exactly what's happening. Here, you want to see if you are not aligned in their political views? This is from the Tampa Bay Times, okay? Paul Allard Hodgkins was arrested after FBI agents identified him in photos and video footage. Hold on, let me get back to that. And video footage taken inside the U.S. Capitol building. So here, the FBI sees certain pictures and they say, what? Oh, wait a second here. Who is this guy? Let's see. And it goes on to say, Tampa defense attorney Patrick Leduc who was representing Hodgkins, said the U.S. Attorney's Office offered his client the chance to plead guilty to one charge and dismiss the other four. However, the attorney did not say what the sentencing range was. Now, here, in federal court, the attorney and the prosecutor, they can't even negotiate a deal on sentencing. You have to wait until you plead guilty, and then the judge will then sentence you to however the judge fits within certain parameters. So it's not up to you. You don't just sit there and have a defense attorney and, you know, negotiate a plea bargain with the prosecutor and know exactly what's going to happen. No, you plead guilty and then you're at the mercy of the judge to decide whether or not they want to lock you up, give you probation or whatever it is that they want to do. OK, so and it goes on to say here, here again. So you have this this individual, right, who is now had to plead guilty. They're forcing, they're forcing the hand and says Hodgkins, who lives in a sulfur and lives in Sulphur Springs, was arrested on February 16th on federal charges after FBI agents said they identified him in photos and video footage taken on the rioters inside the U.S. Capitol building. He posted twenty five thousand dollars bail and was freed soon after his arrest. So here, let's just say let, let, let's look at this here. You have those other two individuals who get a knock on the door. They're not paying $25,000. No, absolutely not. They just get a knock on the door and they, you want, they, want to, they want to ask for pointers and tips. And they keep their freedom. They don't have to come up with $25,000 because if this person, Hodgkins, didn't come up with $25,000, he'd be rotting in jail. Just like probably 400 other people that are rotting in federal prison because of January 6th. But not if you're a Democrat. 
Only if you're a Republican. Goes on to say here, after he was freed from jail, Hodgkins was required to give up his firearms, so now his Second Amendment rights, gone. Give up his passport, his freedom, his liberty to now move across the country, or should I say out of the country, gone. He had to stay in Florida, so now his freedom is being limited even more. And he had to stay away from Washington, D.C., and of course, wear a GPS ankle bracelet. Oh, oh, and a creme de la creme. Obey a curfew. Oh, you, you are on the Capitol grounds? You're on the Capitol grounds? Wait a second here. We're going to now, we're going to put an ankle bracelet around your ankle. You are limited in movement. You have to give up your firearms. You have to now, now you have liberty and life and constitutional rights now are taking away from you. And you're not even guilty yet. You're not even pled guilty yet. And you have constitutional rights now taken from you. But again, if you're a Democrat, if you're a Democrat, none of this applies to you. Only if you're a Republican. And how do they know that Mr. Hodgkins was a Republican? Well, here. Let's watch. Let's see here. This is a picture of Hodgkins when he was at the Capitol building. Here it is. And again, what does he have on? A Trump hat. What is he holding? A Trump flag. So they see this. And they arrest and they give him four different federal charges. So what's the moral of this story here? What is it? What is it that we have? Well, it's easy. If you plead your or you know, plead your allegiance to Donald Trump, you're going to jail. But if you plead your allegiance and you're on the political side of Joe Biden, you have nothing to worry about. What type of country is is this how did we get here and again the proof is all right here for you it's laid out the digging has been done okay if you have any doubt what type of administration the joe biden is running with kamala harris fear not it's right here for you because what they are doing and how they are ripping constitutional rights and freedoms from these Americans just because of their political views, it's appalling. It's disgusting. But it's happening. It's right here and right now. So what do we take from all of this? How do we get out of this? Well, we're going to have to take back the House. And yesterday was a huge victory for Republicans because they used the filibuster and they, they shot down this S-1 bill. And what is it? It's another way. It's just another power grab for Democrats to what? To remain in power. And if Democrats remain in power, this is the type of stuff that we're going to see. And again, if you do not cowtow to the party line of Democrats, you'll find yourself in prison. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. They want to take away our guns. Why do they want to take away our guns? So we can't defend ourselves. Why do they want to defund the police? So they can get rid of the state police and then institute a federal police. And now more of your rights are taken away. And then once your, all of your rights are taken away and you still believe in Republican or conservative views, well, then you're going to find yourself in solitary confinement. How do we stop this? You have to get out there and do your part. You have to get out there. You have to share videos and shows like this and voices like this and other conservative voices. You have to get out there and be proactive and you have to make sure people like yourself get out and vote and vote these individuals out of office. Because what they are doing, they are trying to 
ruin this and destroy this country. And it's happening. Oh, we're in it. We're knee deep in it. If this was a football game, we are now at the start of the third quarter. And you know what? If you're a Republican, you're conservative, if you love America and you have certain conservative values, guess what happens when you look up at that scoreboard? You're losing. We are losing. We lost the House, we lost the Senate, and we lost the White House. And they're trying to keep that power. See, that's what is happening here, and that's what happened with COVID. These Democrat individuals or people that have power, these governors like Gavin Newsom, like Whitmer, like Cuomo, they got this power and they don't want to give it up. And these Democrats in the House, they retain control. They don't want to give it up and they'll do anything, anything, including putting American citizens in jail just to retain their power. It's sickening. It really is. Now, just the other day, this is from the Texas Tribune, right? We're going to switch gears here. And this is from the Texas Tribune. Former President Donald Trump announced Tuesday that he's accepted an invitation to tour Texas, Texas's southern border with Governor Craig Abbott on June 30th. Now, today is June 23rd, so there's only he's going to do so in a week. So a week from today, which is Wednesday, he's going to go down and visit the southern border. And you know what? I love it. I love that he's going to do it because I don't know about you. That's my president and that is Donald Trump, period. This Joe Biden character, he doesn't have any American values. He hates America. And he's not even the one that's in charge. It's Kamala Harris. It's Suzanne Rice. It's Alan Omar. It's AOC. It's Nancy Pelosi. And you know who is the main person pulling all the strings, the puppet master? It's Barack Obama. That's who it is. But here, so now here, Donald Trump announces that he wants to go see the southern border. And we know what? Kamala Harris has been what? Ah, you know, lackadaisical. She had trip down south, was horrendous. You even had people in the Democratic side. You had even left-wing media outlets chastising her, saying how horrible of a job she did when she went down to Latin America. And she was asked time and time again, are you going to go visit the southern border? I'll go there in time. I haven't even visited Europe yet. I'll get there in time. But here, all of a sudden, Donald Trump now has a date. It's in a week. And he's going to go visit the southern border. And Kamala Harris sees that. And what does she do here? This is just an example of all of a sudden the Biden administration saying, wait a second. If Donald Trump goes down there, He's going to go there and he's going to almost go down there as acting as president. Kamala, I've told you to go down there. And basically, she changes course real quick. And away she goes right down to the southern border here. This is from Politico. Breaking, Vice President, and again, this is today, Kamala Harris is heading down to the U.S.-Mexico border this week amid an unrelenting course of criticism from Republicans over her failure to visit there. And that's it. She is going down there as fast as she can. He's going down there uh, in a week. We're going down there beforehand. And I'm telling you right now what Donald Trump should be doing and what uh, Governor Abbott should be doing. 
They should make him go even beforehand. They should say, you know what? Forget about next Wednesday. Forget about that. Tomorrow we're going down. Here's Peter Ducey, okay, who works for Fox News. He is at the press conference with Jen Psaki, and he asks, hey, listen, what's going on? Now Kamala Harris and all of a sudden has a change of heart? Now she wants to go down here? What's the underlying reasoning? And here, this is what took place. So about today's announcement, why is the vice president visiting the border this week when earlier this month she dismissed a trip like that, saying it would be a grand gesture? She also said um, in an interview with NBC that she would be open to going to the border if it was an appropriate time. She said that after she said that. So that's important context as well. Okay, important context. I've got the NBC interview right here. Uh, She was talking about how uh, she hasn't been to the border. She hasn't been to Europe either. So does she think that these two things are the same? Uh, and again, uh, Peter, I think she also said in the same interview that she would be open to going to the border at an appropriate time. Uh, and this trip on Friday, which is being done in coordination with the Department of Homeland Security, Secretary Mayorkas is, of course, joining her on this trip. Uh, you know, and, and the planning and timing of it was done in coordination with them uh, is, is part of the coordinated effort between her office, her work, the Department of Homeland Security, the Department of Health and Human Services uh, to continue to uh, address the root causes and work in coordination uh, to uh, get the situation under control. Oh, yeah. Right there, that last part is key. Get the situation under control. Translation, there's a crisis at the border. Translation, that whole speech that she just gave to Peter Ducey. Translation, we have to get there before Donald Trump does. Period. That's exactly why now Kamala Harris is going down to the border. There is no way they're going to allow Donald Trump to get down there first see exactly what type of mess it is. They're going to go down there and try to do as much cleaning up as possible. And you know who I'm starting to love? I love, okay, I love Ron DeSantis, but I also now am starting to love Governor Abbott of Texas because he's now starting to realize. And you see what they're doing too? I love it. I love what these Republican, these red states are doing. Governor DeSantis, he's now having his police department and his forces go down to the southern border and offer their help to help secure the border. Arizona, Nebraska, they're doing the exact same thing. This is what I'm talking about. And this is a direct result of what Trump's agenda was. Not Joe Biden, because Joe Biden, what he is, he's allowing them all to come in here with COVID and ruin this economy, ruin this country. And now you have other governors, other politicians saying, you know what? Trump was right. Trump's stance on that border, he had it. He nailed it. And we are now going to do the exact same thing. We're going to offer our assistance. We're going to put our police department. We're going to put our officers, our state troopers down there. And we're going to offer our help. We're going to secure that border. You have Governor Abbott saying, you know what? You don't want to build this wall and continue. You want to seize the operations. Well, you know what we're going to do? We're going to start building the wall. And Arizona, you should start doing that too. I'm telling you right now. It's just going to get worse and worse with this administration. We're not even a year in. And you could see now the chaos. And you start to see, wait, what's happening here? Are these states going to start seceding? What are we doing? I don't know. But you have now these governors and you have these states taking matters into their own hands when they should have the president doing so. And Governor Abbott here, watch, he's on a podcast and he's talking about, and he says the exact, it's, it's so true. The president is basically an absentee landlord. Here, watch. We are dealing with the largest 
border crisis that we've seen this century. And to this day, the president, President Biden, has not reached out to talk to me about it at all. That's crazy. The former, pre the former president, President Trump, talked to us about it all the time, but also not just talk about it. President Trump stepped up and did something about it. Yeah, not only has he not called, but neither he nor Kamala have been there. I know. And so they're absentee landlords. You know, I love that statement, absentee landlords, because that's exactly what it is. And think about this. You have a president of the United States who doesn't call the governor where that border crisis is, where that immigration, illegal immigration crisis is, doesn't call him once. And you have Kamala Harris, who is supposedly the czar, who's appointed the czar of fixing this crisis, doesn't call him one time, the governor of Texas. Why is that? Well, that answer is simple. Because they don't want to call him, and then he tells them about the crisis, and then they have to admit that there is a crisis. And then they have to go there because he's telling them that there's a crisis. So what do they do? They avoid the whole thing. And they make believe, oh, there's no crisis. We're going to go there on our terms. No, you're not going there on your terms. You're going there on Donald Trump's terms. Because Donald Trump is going down there, so you want to beat him down there to the border. And once Donald Trump learned that Kamala Harris is going down to the border here, he comes out with this statement, and I love it, because he is the best president that this country has ever had, and that is included in with Abraham Lincoln. And this is the statement from Donald Trump. After months of ignoring the crisis at the southern border, it is great that we got Kamala Harris to finally go and see the tremendous destruction and death that they have created. Oh, baby, this guy is as moto man. A direct result of the Biden ending my very tough but fair border policies. Very true. Very true. Harrison Biden were given the strongest border in American history, and now it's by far the worst in American history. This, this is the best. This is the guy. This is the guy right here. Donald Trump is the guy. If Governor Abbott and I weren't going there next week, she would have never gone. It's the truth. It is the truth. And right there, Donald Trump sticking it up the you-know-what of Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. I love it. And you want to know something else that I love about Donald Trump? He was just asked the other day. He was on Real American Voices, and he was asked about whether or not he's conceding that Joe Biden is the president. And here is Donald Trump answering that question. No, I never admitted defeat. We have a lot of things happening right now. I think that that was an election that was, I don't think, all you have to do is read the newspapers and see what's coming out now. No, I never, the word is concede. I have not conceded. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I miss this man. I love Donald Trump. I wish that this, I, I you know. I thought to myself during that election, I said, there's no way that he's going to lose. There's no way. You saw those rallies. You saw the pride. And you saw the complete opposite of Joe Biden. He would never come out. He would never say anything. They were sheltering him. They were isolating him. They didn't want him to come out because they know that he's got this strong case, this advanced case of Alzheimer's. There's no denying that whatsoever. But then here we are. And what happened? Well, to me... There's more investigating that needs to happen before you could sit here and say that the election was stolen. You need the proof.
You need the receipts. I know uh, uh, Maricopa County in Arizona is doing it. I know that they're trying to now say they're going to do a, now a recount in Georgia. But you know what? you got to come out and you got to say it. But here's the thing. Even if you do have the proof, you're not going to be able to take Joe Biden out of office. It's not happening. I know all these Trump supporters, like myself, wish something like that would happen, but there's no way that they're going to remove or Joe Biden's going to be removed out of office. Not when they control the House, not when they control the Senate. It's just not happening. Period. But what we need to do is what Mitch McConnell and the Republicans are doing right now and stop and veto and do the filibuster and prevent these new voter registration laws from coming in because, again, what do they want? They want to retain power. Period. And that's it. So let's just hope that we get the House back in 2022 and then we get Donald Trump and we get the Ron DeSantis, Donald Trump ticket and off we go. And then after Donald Trump, it's Ron DeSantis, period. I love it. And then maybe after Ron DeSantis, maybe we have, I don't know, Governor Abbott or one of the prominent female politicians on the Republican side. They decide they want to run for president. I'm all in. I want to show you now here, I want to play a clip. This is General Mark Miley. Now, he has a lot of slack or a lot of, you know, people are, are, are bashing him because of what is going on in the military and they're making the military basically woke. So he's getting asked about that. And here is him defending himself, saying, hey, listen, this is not, that's not what's happening here. But I want you to listen to him, what he says. And then we'll come back and talk about it and again. He's being asked about critical race theory in the military and how the military is basically becoming woke. And he gets very defensive. And again, we'll play the clip and then we'll come back and talk about it. On the issue of critical race theory, et cetera, I'll, I'll obviously have to get much smarter on whatever the theory is. Um, but I do think it's important, actually, uh, for those of us in uniform to be open-minded and be widely read. And the United States Military Academy is a university. Uh, and it is important that we train and we understand. Uh, and I, I want to understand white rage. And I'm white. And I want to understand it. So what is it that caused thousands of people to assault this building and try to overturn the Constitution of the United States of America? What caused that? I want to find that out. I want to maintain an open mind here, and I do want to analyze it. It's important that we understand that because our soldiers, sailors, airmen, Marines, and Guardians, they come from the American people. So it is important that the leaders now and in the future do understand it. I've read Mao Zedong. I've read, I've read Karl Marx. I've read Lenin. That doesn't make me a communist. So what is wrong with understanding having some situational understanding about the country for which we are here to defend. You know, and I hold on a second. I have to cut him off because I can't stand it. First of all, you want to learn about white rage and what happened in January 6th? Well, what about learning about the black rage, okay? And the communist ways and the Marxist ways and Black Lives Matter and how they're a Marxist organization. Why don't you say anything like that? What is the white rage? There's no white rage. It's just a political talking point. Okay, people thought that they actually had a standing, a, a, a beef, that what took place at these polls and how the Democrats actually changed things in the middle of the game because of COVID, they had their own way of saying, hey, listen, what happened was not right. And of course, we see now, we see now that there was people other than just Republicans going there and egging people on and doing certain things like we saw earlier today. But here's the other thing, General. Are you issuing books on Mao? 
on Lenin? On Marxist? Are you giving that to these soldiers in the military? No, you want to know why? Because the military doesn't produce communistic books and give them to the soldiers. But you do critical race theory. See, what critical race theory is, is just a cloak of communism, of Marxism. And he's too stupid to realize something like that. Because he's an idiot. He's the general. He's unintelligent. He's lacking any intelligence to actually realize that's exactly what critical race theory is. It's written by Marxists. But why is it then exactly what I'm trying to say is, well, then why don't you give recommended reading of, Mar of Karl Marx or Mao or Lenin? Because they don't do that in the military. They're not trying to promote communism. But yet, here through the back door, communism Marxism is actually being produced and it's the form of critical race theory. You idiot. It's unbelievable what's happening here. And here, this is, again, I have no idea how this individual's on TV. I really don't. I can't believe that people actually sit there and say in the board meetings and say, you know what, this individual, let's keep her on. And that's Joy Behar of The View. Listen to what she says here. She's actually saying because of Donald Trump, crime that we see today that is being risen through, through the roof is all because of Trump's doing. Really amazing. Let's listen and watch, and then we'll come back and talk about it. Here's Joy Behar. You know, I'm old enough to remember many uh, decades where crime spiked and I was afraid to, you know, go out at night and, you know, you were, you were scared you were going to be mugged in New York City. And then and then um, I have a, another statistic here that's interesting because from 1993 to 2019, and that is a period that I was not scared to go out, uh, crime steadily decreased in the United States. Um, every, every president since Clinton inherited a basically a declining pr crime rate. And then continue, it continued to decline until Trump came along. Because Trump. Uh, again, I can't listen to this because she makes no sense. So, really, let's think about what she said. Let's break it down. So, from basically 1992 or 93, what she said, until 2019, we saw a decline. Well, Trump was in office in 2016. So, you saw crime being declined in 2016, in 2017, in 2018, in 2019, right? Or should I say 17, 18, and 19. But then what happened in 2020, Joy Behar? You had Democratic leadership let these animals ruin these American cities. You had Democratic politicians want to de- fund the police. They allowed the looting, the rioting to take place because of all this George Floyd situation. And they allowed these American cities to burn and loot. Look at Portland. What type of city is that? A Democratic city. Seattle. Who runs that? A Democrat. Minneapolis. A Democrat. New York. A Democrat. What are we talking about? What are we actually talking about? And then what happened in Florida with Ron DeSantis? He shut that down quick, real quick. Started instituting laws saying, hey, listen, man, you get in front of a car and they run you over and you're in front of looting and rioting, you're not getting charged if you run these people over. Do you see that happening in New York? No. In Philadelphia? No. All Democrat cities, period. All of the looting, all of the rioting, Democrat cities. And when did it take place? In 2020. Joy Behar, how are you even on TV? I can't even believe that she comes out and she has the audacity to talk like that.
How she has a job, I have no idea. And nobody calls her out on it. Are you going to see this on any of the TV outlets? No. That's why I'm telling you. Share this show. Let's get our voices out there. You and me together. You want the old America back? Well, let's do it together. And here, this man I love. I love this man. He's not even an American citizen, but I love him. Ricky Gervais tells it like it is. And he talks about people, people's personal feelings in a stand-up. Here's a clip from it. He's so right. I love this man. People take everything personally. I think the world revolves around them, right? Particularly on Twitter, right? I don't know. I'm not tweeting anyone. I'm just tweeting, okay? I don't know who's following me. I've got 12 million followers. I don't know who's following me. They can be following me without me knowing, right? Choose to read my tweet and then take that personally. That's like going into a town square, seeing a big notice board, and there's a notice, guitar lessons, and you go, but I don't fucking want guitar lessons. <laughs> What's this? Uh, there's a number here. Right, all that, right? <laughs> Are you giving me guitar lessons? Yeah. I don't fucking want any. <laughs> It's not for you then. Just walk away. Don't worry. So true. Love him. I love everything about Ricky Gervais. And what he did at the Golden Globes that year, or was it the Oscars, whatever it was, was pure genius. Pure genius. And I love him. So here, I want to also play this for you. This is Peter Daszak. Now, I did a whole show on Peter Daszak. And I believe that he is the key to this whole Wuhan lab leak theory. This is a a interview, or should I say he was at a forum. I really want you to listen to this here, okay? Because he basically is admitting that the federal government of the United States is funding gain-of-function research, which is the research that, you know, basically takes these lab mice, institutes these bat viruses, these coronaviruses, these deadly viruses, and puts them into them, okay? And that's basically why we have this whole pandemic. But where is also Dr. Fauci, before I even play this clip, where has he been? You don't hear about him anymore, right? He's not standing side by side with Joe Biden. Why not? All of a sudden, the, the rise and fall of Dr. Fauci. But again, though, everything, all roads lead to this man right here, Peter Daszak. I want you to listen to him here because people need to do more of an investigation on this individual. He has the answers and he admits it right here that the united states is right in on it and if you watch tucker carlson last night who is the best commentator the best journalist on tv right now hands down he also made inferences that google is in on it but here here's peter daszak admitting that the gain of function research are is in conjunction with china and america the united states here watch um, our organization's been working in China with, in collaboration with Chinese scientists in the government of China for over 15 years, supported by federal funding from the US and federal funding from China. And it's true global cooperation. We work on emerging diseases ever since the SARS virus emerged in China. It's been a, a key issue for public health. Why isn't that being played all over every cable news outlet. Why aren't people requesting to have this man interviewed and asked questions? Why isn't Congress bringing this man in? His office is right there. EcoHealth Systems is right in New York. Bring him in and ask him questions. You want to know why they don't? Because they don't want the answers. 
They, they know the answers, but they don't want the American people to hear the answers. You hear a video like that and see a video like that. What else is there to say? The United States is just as guilty at, for this lab leak than China, as China is. And where is this commission? Why isn't this on front page? Think about all of the deaths just related to COVID-19. Again, they don't want the answers. And I also want to play this one video for you here. This is Carl Nassib. Nassib. He's a defensive end for the, uh, for the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm about to say Oakland Raiders. Times have changed. These teams, they flip-flopped.